is KGRG FM and HD1 Auburn. Welcome back to today's Rock on 89.9 KGRG FM. My name is Mike. Uh, once upon a time, I held this seat on Monday nights and started a show called The Monday Project. And we thought for these alumni shows, for this alumni week celebration, as we celebrate the 50th anniversary of the founding of KGRG at Green River College, we thought we would kind of get the band back together and, and do some alumni shows for you. But I could talk by myself in a room by myself to myself as much as the day is long, but radio is funner when you got friends. So I thought I would reach out to the one and only Elijah. How are you doing, buddy? I am doing well. Thank you for having me. I am glad to be here. Nice. Well, so we're going to do a couple things over this show that we're going to do. And again, we're, we've been invited back to participate in these alumni celebrations as we celebrate again the the 50th anniversary of kgrg and we thought what we would do is tell some stories talk about our time at the radio stations talk about our time taking classes and kind of reflect on the impact that this program and this radio station has had on us because it's for for me at least and and a lot of my other friends it's radically altered the course of our lives. And in fact, actually I'll, I'll just kind of jump in and, and just kind of tell a little bit of the uh, Mike after dark origin story and kind of lead to how we end up with, uh, with the Monday project. I uh, back in 2015, I was a Green River College student. I was part of the IT program. I was looking for a second career. I, I needed a change, and one of the advantages of going back to school as an adult is you kind of have a better work ethic. Like, I, I got through high school on the skin of my teeth. I'm not, I'm not traditionally a very good student, but something about the community college experience really stuck with me. Like, you know, seeing, like, the cross-section of diverse people of you know different different uh, uh, backgrounds and age ranges, I felt very much at home. It uh, yeah. it felt like a really good experience. So you know, I I did very well in the IT program and in my academics. But one day in the last quarter of the end of my degree, I was going to graduate in in June. Well, I did graduate in June, but I. I, I come out of one of my classes and you've probably seen these, these bulletin boards in the hallways uh, of colleges or wherever you are. And I saw a bulletin, uh, a sign on the bulletin board. And it was a picture of a couple younger folks. Uh, one of them was pushing up sliders on a, on a control board. And the other one was talking into a microphone and in uh, big letters that almost looked like it was like, you know, the you wouldn't steal a car font from like, you know, like the early 2000s, you know, but on, but on, but on, but on, but on, but you wouldn't downloading is piracy, you know, that, that kind of thing. But <laughs> I so I thought, was, I thought it was like in that font, it said like, you'll be on the radio KGRG. And I was like, wait a second, our Green River College has a radio station? KGRG is an institution. 
Yeah. But for me, it was like, you know, I, I've been a fan of radio my entire life. And I was like, well, shoot, I need something to do over the summer after I graduate before I, I take my brand new degree from the college and I go find a job in the IT field, you know, because I, I really took to campus life. It, it really yeah. uh, uh, made an impact on me. So I, I signed up for uh, the radio classes. There was a, at the time, there was a podcasting class and a radio lab class. I took both of them at the same time, back to back. And the longest story shortest is that I got bit by the bug. Yeah. You know, as soon as I started uh, touching the controls and talking into the microphone and crafting my own air brakes and my own content, um, it, it felt right. It felt special and that summer altered the trajectory for i mean now i'm like seven years later yeah. uh i i think i could say it altered the trajectory for the rest of my life um whatever path i was on before that summer i became a broadcaster and i've never looked back since um so from there basically you you're operating the controls week two of the coursework. So I'm being a baby DJ kind of cutting my teeth <laughs> and learning the ropes and did some bad air breaks with like the, the volume turned up too loud. The music was too loud, you know, yelling into the microphone, the wrong direction, you know, bad habits. I still have now today. Like I, I, st I still run my levels way too hot. It's a, uh, it, it cracks me up even, even in my day job. Um, but you know, I, I, I founded a number of different, radio shows and hung around with a great many folks, mentored a, a great many folks. And it was a very special time for me. And the time that we're kind of the era we're going to talk about tonight is the Monday project where basically like I was, I was nearing the end of my time at KGRG and I wanted to do something different. Yeah. And I wanted to do something that I thought, could last beyond me. So because like, you know, I had started a, a uh, show, you know, called Mike After Dark, and then later with the co host Mickey, and we called it Mike and Mickey After Dark, um, not even thinking of the uncomfortable connotations of like a 35 <laughs> year old man and a 19 year old teenager talking about how they're after dark on the radio didn't even occur to me. Of course so, not. I, I wish I wish somebody had tapped me over the shoulder and said, "Hey, man, you really want? Do you really want to maybe maybe rethink that?" That's Are you sure about this? <laughs> <laughs> but but we had we had a great time, and you know uh, the the nature of KGRG is that it's it's transitionary. You know, folks yeah. kind of come in, do their time, uh, hone their craft, learn their skills, and then and then move on to uh, other opportunities, and. So I wanted to found a new show with kind of like a, you know, kind of a, a fun twist to it. And I had always been on Monday nights. So I had accidentally become like the, the deep Monday night guy, usually like 10 to midnight or something like that. And then later as time went by, we went earlier and earlier. So I think like, I think Elijah, when you and I are on, we were, we were on like seven to 10 or something like yeah, that, if I remember we correctly. Okay, and and then occasionally later. <laughs> <laughs> Our scheduled hours were seven to ten. We were averaging more like seven to eleven. <laughs> that was that was how it was. 
That's right. That's right. I remember now. But um, when Elijah, you and I started doing the Monday project, it was it was a really special time. And, you know, we, we made a lot of great friends. We've, you know, uh, made friends with cool bands and went to cool shows, you yeah. know, bashed some cars and, you know, just <laughs> did just did like all, all kinds of cool stuff. But that's I mean, I guess that that for for folks that are listening now for the first time because every show is somebody's first show. That's, yeah. that's kind of the, the beginnings of my origin story at KGRG. And I'll, t- I'll tell you a little more about kind of what became of me later on, um, you know, as, as we go, but we've been, we've been talking for several minutes now, almost <laughs> like I get paid to do this for a living or something like that. Um, uh, Elijah, why, why don't we talk about uh, how, how kind of you came into this world of KGRG and how did you end up being associated with me? Yeah. So I actually kind of have a little bit of um, a similar background. When I first was going to college, I was going to Renton technical college and there I had an IT background graduate, my AA. And I originally was going to try to carry that on over at green river, get my bachelor's in IT go off and do that, that corporate life, you know, the, the, I say nine to five, but when you're in IT, you're on, you're on nine to whenever we call you. <laughs> um, so I, that was, that was what I was going to originally do. And for whatever reason, we still will never know. Um, when I tried to transfer, I got denied. They didn't want to accept me to the program. That's neither here nor there. We can talk about that at a later time. But I was kind of stuck in limbo. I was trying to figure out where am I going to go from here? And um, the the backup thing was I was like, you know what? All right, we'll try to we'll try to do sports journalism. That was the the idea. That was the goal. I really was like, you know what? I can figure out how to become a sportscaster. And uh, I saw that there was a radio, and I was like, okay, well, we'll see. I was doing all my gen eds at that time. I was doing like music theory and all kinds of weird stuff. And I saw the radio and I was like, you know what? I need one more class. Let me just throw something in. It's going to be a long shot. I'll go there maybe for a class, think it's okay, and then I'll be fine. And kind of kind of how everyone says, you just you get bit by the bug. I, I went into the KGRG um I guess what KGRG one was the the radio lab. Yeah, yeah, the AM station. AM station. Your classic alternative. (laughs) I I started in there, and the you kind of do things a little bit different there. There's a lot less of the actual controlling the the board and the 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 station. You're doing a lot more of like your pre-recorded stuff, being like, hey, this is kind of who I am, and kind of you get that taste. And I was like. I like this, but I need more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, um, ended up going in and switching my my degree path towards that broadcast journalism degree, and I had switched over. I got into that basic class where you can start doing the air breaks and stuff like that on the main KGRG, and I was like, you know what, this is super cool, but like, I don't know what else I could do from here, and. It was like the off season for the basketball team. I don't know anything about wrestling or anything like that. And I was like, you know, I don't know what what to do. And I had met you from because you had did or you had um, joined in one of the classes. You were kind of doing one of those alumni. Hey, I know you. 
or, or hey, the radio knows me. Uh, this is what you can do with the radio. And I was like, all right, cool. And at the time, um, you were looking for like a second webmaster because you were trying to do your show, do webmaster stuff, do all of it, basically. You're looking for that. And so I was like, all right, you know, I can talk to you about that. And then the more I talked to you, I was like, all right, well, he has a show. I'm looking to join a show because one of the classes, I don't know if it was like required, but I know that you could, you can become um, a trainee on one of the shows. And so I was like, yeah, this seems like something that would be kind of fun. And uh, yeah, I went from, you know, just kind of, being that person that kind of hid in the, the production room, kind of talking or whatnot to being like, all right, I want to be a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and, and it's kind of funny because I, I had forgotten about some of those, those steps on, on your path. And I remember we were working on website stuff together and it does kind of warm my heart a little bit that the website, the KGRG uh, website, KGRG.com is still largely the same format that we set up like there, yeah. there's been some cosmetics changes and some stuff moved around and things like that but structurally it's still the same website that you know we we set up all those years ago which yeah. i like to think is a testament to the good design that we put out there <laughs> to begin with oh yeah i won an award for that actually like that, and it was so weird like you know um well the the things that we do is we we celebrate our accomplishments at the end of that uh, academic year. So over the summer, I think the awards banquet is like in, in uh, June, July or August, or I I don't, I don't remember when, but basically like, you know, we vote on, you know, who had the best show, who's the rookie of the year. um, And the year that we rolled out the new kgrg.com uh i won the award for department of the year for webmaster and yeah. i remember um i actually learned a a lesson that evening because i remember being kind of beside myself one i was incredibly flattered but i was also like guys this isn't a real department so i remember being um in my humility not being entirely gracious about it i was like guys what what are you doing you know it's like and the thing that i learned is to be gracious at all times you know if somebody says thank you the least you could do is say you're welcome because if you don't that's disrespectful to the person that's that's thanking you so um so so that was a lesson i i carried with me and i learned a lot of that through the content that I did for KGRG, as I said, I did a, a number of shows and then eventually led to podcasting. I now uh, host my own podcast, Mike Seibert Radio Podcast, and as well as it's a spinoff uh, podcast, Two Mikes, Too Furious, which we can uh, uh, we can talk about a little later if we've got time. But basically, like I still run into when folks run into me and they say, "I'm a fan of your stuff," that imposter syndrome sneaks in, and I was like why or like i'm sorry and it's like but but no you can't have that attitude because think about the things that that we love the things that we're fans of and if we rolled up to that person who's creating that content and saying i like your stuff and their attitude is like what's wrong with you why do you like this that's you know that's disrespectful to them and because it's like 
you don't want to make people feel bad for the stuff that they like. Exactly. So it, it's so yeah. So it's like th those those are lessons that I've had to learn along the way, including at my time at KGRG as well as beyond, because I've always had a bit of that that imposter syndrome complex a little bit. Like you know, I like doing stuff, but I don't I don't always think that it's quote unquote good. Yeah. Um. I and and I remember my um outlook on my content when I was at KGRG is like, well, I could do a fun show or I can do a good show. I don't know if I could do both. So therefore I choose fun. Yeah. And our show kind of earned a reputation as quote unquote, the fun show. That's, that's where people would go to hang out and have fun. Like we had a rotating cast <laughs> of folks from other shows, other DJs, other hosts, right. and, and they wanted to hang out with us because they know we would just have fun. And, oh, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, and it's interesting talking about kind of like the format of a radio show, like there, there is a lot of planning that goes into it. There's a lot of coordinating that goes into it. Like, you know, how many times, how many hours did we burn writing stuff on a dry erase board <laughs> and erasing them and moving them around and putting arrows and, and, and it's not, it, it's, you know, even when I say things like we had fun, there, there's this misconception that, you know, we just turn on the microphones and just talk and, oh, yeah there's a lot that goes into it, even though that's what it sounds like. Oh, I mean, like definitely. even, even this, it sounds like we're just kind <laughs> just, of winging it, but, but yeah. we actually like put some, put some thought and coordination into, you know, the structure and order of how we're going to cut loose, you know, th this yeah, kind of exactly. things. But, um, but yeah, no, we, we just, we just had, um, had so much fun during our show to the point where when, um, it was, I believe, 2017. I had, I had just recently left the show, and yeah. I, I had left you the keys and and put you and Donna the Dez, oh man, Dez, um, uh, you know, kind of put you guys in charge. I went off to go, you know, work at a at a uh, pro radio station, corporate radio station. Um, we won show of the year. Yeah, and and that that still is amongst my top KGRG experiences, if not the top, because yeah. like when you get that recognition from your peers, that's incredibly validating. And that, you know, our peers voted for us to give us that recognition was incredibly humbling and, and just, just in incredibly validating. And, and okay. it was nice that, you know, the, that we got to share that experience together. It was, um, pretty terrific well especially because like for me you know i i had just got on as an intern i, I remember that it was not trainee intern they, they, they were very very specific about that at the radio you were not an intern if, if you were not uh when you got onto a show you're not a trainee you're an intern because yep. the idea was that you would learn for a quarter and then after that you'd go on and do your own show and we, uh, I remember we got to that point where my my quarter of internship was done, and I had, um, I think I got intern or intern of the quarter, which was crazy for me because I was like, I'm just a dude, I'm just <laughs> had yeah, that, yeah. Same, that same idea. I had that, you know, all I did was just 
show up and talk for for three hours like you know for me i didn't really have that mindset of like oh i was gonna go out and, and do that so when i got that i was like this is crazy and we had that talk you're like all right if you're ready, you can go on and do your own show. And I was just looking at you like, are you crazy? Why would I do my own thing when everything here is already so good? <laughs> right. Well, and that's that's kind of the 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 best thing that I remember about my time at KGRG and really kind of like the structure of the way that we did our shows. Certainly the way I did my shows is like it was always um, kind of like the student becomes the master to teach the next round of students. Like we had, yeah. we had a really good rotation of interns that came through our show. And I had, I, I got to experience the full thing. Like I, you know, kind of hit for the cycle. Basically I started off as a baby DJ interned on a, on a show, the, uh, the post rock show, the post, but uh, basically I entered kind of done growed up and went off and kind of did my own thing. I, I had a DJ shift that basically kind of accidentally became its own show because really kind of like the, the trajectory for students was, you know, you could be a DJ and talk about the music and talk about the concerts and talk about campus life and all that. Yeah. And, or there was another path that was specialty shows. And basically with being a, music station it would be usually centered around a subgenre of rock you know yeah. whether it be uh, uh post rock and everything that goes under that umbrella or uh heavy metal like what killing spree was doing with heavy metal late night death yeah. um or what trevbot was doing with dead air uh dead air is also returning during uh these alumni shows um and kind of getting into more the hardcore scene and everything that I learned so much about subgenres during my time at KGRG to where even now when I talk to folks, I could drop just a little bit of knowledge. A lot of it, kind of like when you know stuff and you like, you know, memories are like muscles. If you don't use them, they kind of atrophy and fade. So my depth of knowledge of uh, pop punk has kind of faded. Like, I mean, I to the point where I could still drop to friends of mine that will say like, oh, hey, that's pop pop. I, I'm like, what kind of pop punk are we talking about? Are we, are we talking about like the sad emo kind? Are we talking about the pizza kind? Are we talking about the hometown kind? It's like, you got to narrow it down for me because I, I do remember a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah, for but sure. that was, but that was like an incredible time of uh, a music discovery. And really what my show ended up becoming was like, a little bit of everything you know there there was a degree of music discovery like i brought in um nerd rock nerdcore music yeah. um i even playing like some chip tune at some point and you know like video game music and just like all kinds of like weird stuff that i would be in there as well as supporting our local homies in the scene like i would do interviews with you know, um, uh, local bands and play local stuff and talk about local shows. So yeah. it, it became, it became this thing that was kind of like weirdly ill-defined, but people just knew that they liked it. Oh yeah, for sure. What I was going to say, and like, it was really cool. And you know, what is like, what touched me the most is like being able to kind of learn from that 
And then when you ended up uh, leaving the show, it was a, a tough decision for me because it was one of those things where I could keep the Monday project going. But I was like, <laughs> and it's funny because I remember uh, when the Monday project, like when you were leaving, I was so worried. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to keep the Monday project going and then tarnish your legacy or whatnot. And you're just like, <laughs> you're just like dude, like we are the Monday project. Like they're, yeah. it, what made it so crazy was like, it was the idea that it was going to change. It was going to evolve. It was going to, you know, it was going to be something different. And so I, I was trying so hard, like the first like week or two, it was just me and Des, and I was trying so hard to be like, all right, here's the Monday project. We're going to just go through this, go through that. And I remember Des and I were just sitting there, and it was um, we were, we were watching some basketball. And I was like, Des, why don't we do our own thing? And he was just like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was definitely – and it was kind of cool because we had that same idea. We had that same base. We're going to make it a talk show. We're going to talk about all the things that we did. We had our, you know, the weekly roundup and things like that. We we still kept those little things in, but we were like, okay, this is what we want to talk about. This is what we're going to do with our lives, you know. We talked about all the stuff that we're doing, especially like when he had his birthday, we all went and hung out and all that fun stuff. But we talked about all kind of different things, and it was like interesting because the more that the show was going on, there was never that feeling of like, oh, this is monday project part two or anything like that it just right. felt like it was the monday project it would just felt like it was just another episode and it was yeah. really awesome to be able to have that experience well and and that's why i chose that name it's like you know it's it's always under construction <laughs> you know, much like our studios were at the time <laughs> But um, but yeah, no, it was it was always that that constant evolution. And the thing that that made my heart so happy is that you and Des were so excited to carry that on. And it made me feel good that the show continued on without me yeah. and that and not only that it continued on without me, but that it continued to evolve. Like one of the things I mean, it was it, it was a double edged sword. It was kind of weird but also kind of awesome i i remember i was invited up for uh desmond's last show yeah. uh like and and there was a half a dozen co-hosts up there and i didn't know who a damn one of them was <laughs> and, I, and i'm just like and and it made me feel good because it's like oh this is the future the future is continuing the future is now yeah. and when you get to a certain age or a certain point in your life that's what you want to see. You want to kind of see a legacy continue that might not even include you. So it's like, I, I like I said, it was kind of weird from like a social standpoint, but oh, it was yeah. also awesome that I didn't know who any of these people were that like, you know, they were like, you know, so new and fresh on the scene. But we got a whole lot more to discuss as the show rolls along. When we come back, it's some of our favorite memories of being a part of KGRG, including the connections we made with a band that lasts to today. All of that and more coming up next. This is Mike and Elijah, and you're listening to Today's Rock on 89.9 KGRG-FM, the alumni shows. Don't go away. KGRG has been around forever, right? Almost as long as Green River College. 
Before KGRG was official, students would broadcast music, news, and announcements around campus through the hardwired campus public address system. Now, KGRG is available over the air and the internet, and we've played the music and entertained the students for over 50 years. Stay tuned as we continue to celebrate the history and future of KGRG. Our world is built with products and tools manufactured by machines that are operated and programmed by people. You can learn to be one of those well-paid, highly skilled people through our machining and manufacturing technology program here at Green River College. With hands-on instruction available mornings, afternoons, and evenings, you'll learn how to set up and operate a variety of CNC and conventional machining tools. Training in GRC's manufacturing technology program can lead to work as a machinist, CAD CAM programmer, quality control inspector, and more. To learn more about this program, visit greenriver.edu and search manufacturing technology. I am an alien. I have come to steal KGRD. Wow. Looking for some direction? Consider Green River College. With the main campus on Leah Hill in Auburn and satellite campuses in Kent and Enumclaw, Green River offers a wide array of opportunities. From our Running Start program for high school students to our different trade programs, there is something for everyone at Green River College. Get your start today at greenriver.edu. Hey, what do you think you're doing? That's right, you're listening to KGRG, of course. Listen to KGRG anytime, anywhere. Go to KGRG.com and click on Listen Live. KGRG is celebrating 50 years, 5-0, on the air in the South Sound. And since 1991, we've been today's rock. What you may not know is that some of the best broadcasters and some of the best people in the industry have come from the KGRG program. Now, I, I'm not one of them, but it's thanks to their tutelage in skills like brand strategy and radio engineering and content creation that I got to have a career in radio as well. My name is Benny Edwin. I was born here, grew up here, and I got to work here in the job I love doing, radio all thanks to the skills I learned at Green River College and the KGRG program. If you want to learn the skills I learned and take it to the next level, no matter what you decide to do for a living, sign up for the next quarter, Journalism 115 at greenriver.edu. As a student at Green River College, I had some tough times, and the Benefit Hub helped me when I needed them. This is what they offer. Help with food stamps, assist in financial aid, support public benefits, utility assistance, financial coaching, homelessness prevention, and housing support. If they can help me, maybe they can help you, too. They're located in Students Affairs Building, Room 112. They're ready to assist and support each student. You can drop in or make an appointment to meet with a Benefits Hub coach. For more information, you can email them at Benefit Hub at greenriver.edu. This is KGRG. My name is Joe. It was always just Joe. I'm an old alumni of KGRG and Green River College, and while I've gone pro in the radio business, I remain loyal and fond of the place where I found my calling. This program meant a lot to me, breaking me out of my shell, whether it was networking at a show like, let's say, Queens of the Stone Age, spooking it up at the Haunted Forest in Maple Valley, or sharpening my skills as a writer, crafting blogs for KGRG's website, something I'm still doing elsewhere, and only growing. I couldn't be happier to see that the tradition is only just keeping on. 
And I just want to say happy 50th anniversary to my old stomping grounds and congratulations to the team keeping that sense of discovery alive. And I cannot wait to hear what happens next. You are listening to 89.9 KGRG-FM. 50 years on, rock on. What's up? You are listening to KGRG-FM, KGRG-FM HD1 Auburn, also broadcasting on K207AP Sumner Lake Taps 89.3 FM. Green River College is looking for host families for international students. Many of our students are from other countries and in need of a place to share. If your home is a little extra space and you're in the Auburn or Kent area, we'd like to hear from you. Your family will be compensated for shared living expenses and you'll have the opportunity to learn about a new culture. For more information, go to greenriver.edu and search host. Listening to KGRG with your smartphone is so easy. Just go to KGRG.com and tap on Listen Live. Then, save that page to your home screen and KGRG is just a tap away. While you're listening, you get the artist and title of every song as it plays for free. You're always just a tap away from listening live at KGRG.com. You're listening to KGRG-FM, Today's Rock. 89.9 KGRG-FM, Today's Rock. Welcome back to the alumni show's my name is Mike. I'm here with Elijah, and we used to host a show called The Monday Project back in the day, and now we've been invited back to come and tell you some stories as we celebrate 50 years of KGRG. You know, and and I think we'll we'll talk later in the show kind of about kind of like life after KGRG and kind of like the trajectory where we went because like, you know, I I I want to talk about what you've been doing with your Twitch streaming. Yeah. Um, I, I could talk about the stuff that I've been doing in podcasting and going to Transformers conventions uh, as well as as working in commercial radio. In fact, I, I'm still working at the same radio station professionally here in Seattle uh, during the time at KGRG. And hop, skip, and a jump seven years later, I've now been the producer of a afternoon show on a heritage news and talk station here in Seattle for the last two years now. Um, so it's, and all of that is literally because of my time at KGRG. That experience is what won me the job. Yeah. Uh, because, because that I had that extra uh, leg up um, in terms of like my experience, so I didn't have professional experience, but the college experience, and and again, everything is is a hundred percent transferable. Like I I go to work, and the control board is exactly the same as the one. That, oh, it's a little bigger, had a few more buttons to it, but fundamentally was the same. There there's buttons, there's sliders, there's different channels. What that did was it enhanced my experience at KGRG for the last year I was there. Basically, like I would learn stuff at KGRG, then I would go to work, learn stuff at work, and then bring it back. Like I remember yeah. I was showing you a bunch of stuff about like, oh, hey, look at this cool thing I, I learned at work. And that is my very favorite thing of the KGRG experience is taking what I learned and passing it on to others. And I even saw that in our time where you and I in tandem are teaching new interns and they in turn are teaching folks. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, th there, there's no better feeling than that. 
Yeah, no, especially because, like, uh, one thing that really was awesome for me is that when I was actually having my own kind of interns, they also had me doing training people um, mm-hmm. at the, the station. And it was really kind of interesting because at first I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to even train people. I, I just got done like maybe a quarter ago. And then like you realize that over that time where like you get that, that quarter done and you start training people is that you don't realize just how much you actually learned while you're actually in training. And uh, the more that you're, you try to teach to other people that are other operators, the more you're like actually end up finding out. Like when we had uh, my favorite thing, uh, I'll just I'll make this kind of quick. My favorite thing about training was doing the um, what did we call them? Uh, the board tests. And oh, uh, I remember when I did one of my board tests, I ended up playing like oh, what was it? I ended up playing like the Thomas the Thomas the Train theme just on repeat, oh, and God, I had something God. else going on. And the one, um, the thing is that when you were when you were a trainer, you couldn't do the board test for your own trainees because I mean it's kind of a bias thing. At least I, I again, as, this is as much as I'm trying to remember it. It was it was a little bit ago, <laughs> um, but it was funny because like you know I was getting uh, one of my board tests ready, and uh, what was it, Ben? I think it was Ben who said that he he no one was able to pass his test or whatnot, and so sure. I wanted to have a test that was like just like at that level, but maybe just a little nicer though to people, not not too bad. And I remember the first person that like failed one of my my board tests, they were just like, I don't know what to do, and I was like, Oh, you just click 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 that, click all that stuff, boom, the board's clear. And they were just like, You you do it like when you get into that zone, you don't even realize that you're in a zone. You're just like it. Just it literally feels like you know you're in the Matrix or like those those really cheesy movies. That's a sci-fi movie where the guy is like hacking into the computer and he's just like, I'm in. Like you, yeah, yeah. You, you have that awful like uh, awesome feeling, and like uh, it was really fun for me being in so much of a zone that like I, it took me like maybe five minutes to set up my board test and be like, all right, it's ready for you, and then just be able to go in and just like two seconds later be like, boop boop. All right, yep, we're good. <laughs> It was definitely it was definitely my my favorite thing, especially because um, it was my favorite thing doing my actual board test. I'll be honest, I don't remember what happened with my board test, but I just remember like because you sit there like after you're done and you just have that moment of like I did it, like because that's what you need to do to be able to actually like intern. Well, I don't know if you had to do it to be an intern, but that's how you do it to be able to be able to do your own specialty show. Yeah, to to be to operate the equipment unsupervised, basically. Yeah. Like if you can, if you can get through this problem solving test of trying to uh, cure the radio station and control board of all of the technical woes a veteran student has has placed there. These these challenges three, you know, then then you can operate the equipment by yourself. And and I would say during our time, we uh we became increasingly. Uh, elaborate with <laughs> the problems that we created problems that would never really happen in reality yeah. but it is interesting in my professional job there is sometimes where it's like i'm like where is that coming from turns out somebody left one of the other computers on and there's like a autoplay ad type of thing 
very yeah. similar to some of the challenges that we set up. It's like, oh man, somebody left the prod room turned on, you know, that that kind of thing. So, yeah. so those things do kind of happen uh, occasionally. And it cracked me up too, because during our classes, we learned a lot about music radio and how to build clocks. And, you know, one of, one of the perspectives was like, you know, to be a good radio DJ, you want to be a part of the scene, but you don't want to like overshadow the music, which is what people are there for. And I always bristled at that. And I actually got into arguments with the, with the, well, not arguments, discussions, passionate discussions with, uh, with the instructor there. And I'm like, but I listen for personalities. I want to hear what that DJ has to say about any given topic. So, and I always was just bashing my head against that, not getting it, not understanding it. And it wasn't until that I worked at a news and talk station that it clicked. Oh, I like talk radio, you know, <laughs> yeah. so which, right. which has helped, which has helped me through podcasting, but this whole time and really my, my legacy for my time at KGRG is that I, I normalized evening talk. Well, as uh, as we get closer to uh, wrapping up this, I mean, man, I mean, we, we could talk for hours. I mean, we used to we used to do a three hour show together. This uh, this one hour format doesn't feel like quite enough. So, unfortunately, we're going to try to cram a lot in these in these last couple minutes. But um, uh, we got to talk about some of the, some of the best times we had. Like, you know, we 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 made some friends with bands and yeah. and had a had a great time. Uh, what what are kind of some of the highlights for you? Okay, so one of my favorite uh, w favorite memories was um, I can't remember if at that point they were um, Flicker and Fade or if they were these young fools. I can't remember sure. what name they were at at that point, but <laughs> it was um, when we had the show. Oh, what was that? I can't even remember that uh, venue anymore. But it was when real we art. Had that, yeah, real art. We had the KGRG like. Um, why can't I use the words? We had the show that was like KGRG was kind of like a, we'll say fundraiser. Yeah, but, it was like the, yeah. Um, they what were, was it called? Oh my gosh, now I can't remember. It was like, oh, the Pledge Drive show. Pledge Drive show, there yeah. it is. And I just remember us just hanging out, just vibing out. And halfway during one of their songs, they like pointed us and they're like, yo, come up here. And I was like, oh, I, I don't know about this. But there was yeah. a moment of like them playing on the on the band or playing on the the stage, and us just awkwardly like hanging out on the stage, and then we just both like look at each other, just point at each other, like, "Yeah, this is this is us." Like, this is the, the biggest smiles on both of our faces, like, yeah. I, it, and we were feeding off each other because like I was so happy that you were so happy, and it was yeah. just it was really cool. So like we we had made friends with uh this uh, local band called these young fools that were around before both of our times yeah. and um a little bit of uh history when i did my first solo air shift uh michael uh, michael geisler from uh these young fools now with his own website bytormusic.com he's like well can you play uh the song from my band uh, my band is these young fools and and here's the song um a nice place to visit and that was the first time I had gotten like a song request. I played it and I really liked the song. It, yeah. uh, it, it really stuck with me. And um, from there, Michael and I kind of became friends. And then um, uh, we, we did a bunch of stuff with his band and they, uh, they came up 
for a show um, and they played as that as these young fools. Uh, well, they agreed to be a part of that pledge drive show. And by that time, we're all homies. Yeah. You know, just 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 celebrating local independent music and celebrating community radio. And so the kind of culmination of that was when uh, when they invited us to come up on on stage. And it was during them playing that song, A Nice Place to Visit, which fun fact is still my outro music on my podcast, Mike Seibert Radio, really? to this day. To this day, I, uh, awesome. I I I got I got an instrumental version from Michael and his permission to play it. So like so that's the piece of KGRG that's always with me and like all of the different content that I do. And then basically like as their band evolved, they they wanted to move away from these young fools. They became Flicker and Fade, and we were a part of that. Like yeah. like like we had them on a couple times to talk about their EP and then they my last show was them coming in live as kind of like the debut of Flicker and Fade and they played you know all these songs that they they had had kind of workshopped with us and and let us in on the process about so that's really what will always stick with me is like, you know, kind of having that symbiosis with that band and those guys. And, you know, I mean, we became friends with those guys, you know, yeah. with, uh, with, with Michael and Corey and Ryan and, um, and, and, and that's something that, that, that I'll keep with me forever. It's, it's just, um, it's just a, a really cool time and a, and a really, um, uh, terrific experience. Yeah. Um, as, as, as we get closer uh, to closing out, um, I mean, I, I can't, I can't believe our time is almost up already. Right. It's, uh, it's crazy. I mean, I, I just want to keep going as if, but again, we, we, we only have so much time, and we're uh, so grateful to uh, John Kasprick and and JP for giving us the opportunity to kind of bring back um, our Monday project uh, one last time here on on today's rock on eighty nine point nine KGRGFM. Um, let's talk a little about kind of what's going on with us now yeah. and kind of life after KGRG a little bit, because we're, uh, um, you know, tell, tell us about your Twitch stream. I, I started Twitch streaming a little bit towards the ending of my time on radio. Mm -hmm. Um, we had talked about the fact that I love gaming and all that stuff at the time, but I didn't realize, really, didn't realize just how powerful the gaming scene was. And, um, about a year or two after I stopped with the radio station, um, I actually started playing Call of Duty competitively. And oh, while wow. I was doing that, I was like, all right, well, I I'm pretty decent at this game, Call of Duty, but you know, I want other people to see how decent I am at it. <laughs> and um, so then I started to really kind of buckle down and start Twitch streaming. And a really huge shout-out to one of my buddies. Um, his name is Emmy. He, he's been a Twitch streamer for as long as I can remember, and he's the reason why I even stream. I was always so inspired by his streams and by who he is as like a person that I was like, you know what, I want to do this. And um, it kind of went from something that I was like, you know what, this could be a hobby of mine. I kind of uh, brought in a lot of the radio tendencies that I had. And I was like, all right, you know, I used to, before my streams, I would have like a set board of things I used to do. I had a, a segment on my stream the longest time ago that was uh, three random facts from Elijah or something like that. Elijah's three yeah, yeah. random facts. And um, I used to do that on, on the, the Twitch stream and stuff like that. And I'd have to come, I had to come up each week with some random with something random to say. 
And so I, I was like, all right, this is really cool. And it went from being something that was a bit of a hobby to something that I now actually um, do. Like I, I work at Spectrum and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and that's like my 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 day job. But I take Twitch as if it's a second job. So I'm putting in at least, you know, I'm putting say we'll say I'm putting in forty plus hours at at my actual job. I'm putting wow. in almost that much, almost amount of time into my streams. Whether I'm actually streaming or not, I'm in the I'm behind the scenes thinking of, all right, how can I how can I make it better? And if you guys don't really know what Twitch is, it is a streaming service where you can usually play video games. It's it's a video based streaming service where people usually play video games or talk. They have podcasts or whatnot. I do gaming on it. I used to have a podcast, but that was kind of it didn't it didn't stick really well um but it's something that like i said i've made more of a career and actually um i'm not going to get too too in in depth about it but um because of it i'm actually going to start running my own esports organization and wow i'm um, going to be looking to actually pick up people to be streamers under my organization and kind of try to help them grow and teach them how to to do this thing (laughs) That's so cool. So, so that, that spirit of teaching and passing on to the next generation that you picked up in your time at KGRG is, is still continuing. It seems. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's going to be, I'm really excited. Um, like I said, not going to talk too much about it, but the work's going to be shadow gaming. That's, um, that's what it's going to be called. I'm really excited for it because it's like, I, when I first started Twitch streaming, I was like, this is going to be something that's going to be, you know, a hobby of mine. It's going to be something cool. And the fact that it's so ingrained with who I am as a person. And it was funny because people have been like, oh, when you Twitch stream, oh, it's just going to be a fad. It's going to be a phase. No one's going to really actually care or whatnot. Oh, you can't make money from it. And, like, I never really was huge about it with having it be for the money or whatnot. But it actually was something that, for a little bit of time, I was using it to actually pay my bills. Like, I was Twitch streaming oh, wow. and making enough that I could actually pay rent from it. And so it was like, when, when I was actually able to do that, I was it was like a kind of surreal, I'm here moment. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, people kept saying, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I feel like my entire life was just hearing all that. And so being yeah. able to find that that fun avenue in twitch and be like you know what it doesn't matter like i can stream and have 20 viewers 100 viewers 1000 viewers and i can have zero viewers and it's just gonna be the same for me i'm just gonna be having fun playing video games and talking to people (laughs) Yeah. yeah absolutely and and my my trajectory is is was kind of very similar like i I, so the the skill set that i learned at kgrg was uh learning how to run live radio equipment at a at a professional level uh but then also i learned podcasting and audio editing so essentially i started a podcast while i was at green river you know as part of my coursework like there, yeah. there's like a half dozen the first like half dozen episodes of uh mike cybert radio retroactively titled is you know like like my projects you know yeah. that that you know like there's like an interview podcast there's a list podcast you know it's all 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 academic but then 
in that whole vein of being bit by the bug and having that trajectory change for me, once my time at KGRG ended, I still, uh, so I, I was running aboard professionally, but I wasn't necessarily talking into a microphone. So I was itchy. Yeah. And and basically I resumed my podcast and just started talking about stuff and things that were on my mind. Yeah. You know, and it's it's evolved over these last 7 years and but the largest evolution came in I don't know like 2018 I started getting involved with the Transformers fan community. I've been a fan of Transformers my whole life and through podcasting and social media I just came across this community of folks and I started interviewing them and being on their shows and, and they were on my shows and kind of one of those things before I realized it, I had accidentally become a transformers podcast. <laughs> like, I, like I wasn't talking about music as much anymore because that music discovery had kind of faded, um, you know, not necessarily being connected to, um, a, a current uh, radio station that was that was into music. Uh, you know, again, I was entrenched in that news and talk lifestyle. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, I started going to conventions. Um, and I, I had never been to a convention outside of Washington before. Now really? I've been t- now I've been to uh, Transformers conventions in Chicago, yeah. in L.A. and Toronto and probably a couple other places that that I can't think of off the top of my head, including being involved with our own Transformers convention here in the Pacific Northwest, CybeFest Northwest, uh, C-Y-B-F-E-S-T-N-W.com. It's a, it's, it's a local Transformers convention that's been here for the last 10 years. Just, just a, a couple of weeks ago, we celebrated our 10th annual convention um, and, and it, was, it was pretty terrific. Dude, so I found... Awesome. I found like this whole fandom that I didn't even know that was there. And it's just from doing stuff like this, interacting with people, connecting with people, talking on the radio, sharing stuff on social media, doing live streams, you know, doing, doing podcasts, doing social media. It's, 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 it's a really cool thing. So I didn't, I didn't come out of KGRG wanting to get into transformers. It just kind of found me much like that, uh, that springtime day when I came out of one of my IT classes and saw a flyer that says be on the radio. You know, I've throughout the entirety of my career, it's been just kind of like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Let me find this. And then I end up finding a passion I didn't know that I had. And I I am so grateful to Green River College and KGRG and everybody who has been a mentor to me. Um, and a lot of folks, I have learned lessons of how to do things. I've learned lessons um, about how not to do things. I've seen examples of uh, being the broadcaster that I didn't want to be that I occasionally became at times. So, you know, learning by example and things like that. But really, it's the it's the learning and teaching that that I found most appealing about the KGRG experience. And really, it, it gave me my first platform to talk about stuff that I was passionate about with my friends. Yeah. So that's, that's super awesome. But I, I, I feel the same way too, though, like being able to actually, um, you know, have that, that community that we were able to kind of build, especially because yeah. like, 
really quickly on the, the nostalgia train, but like it was really awesome yeah, yeah. being able to come back as guests and then have people call in who hadn't called in for X amount of months to be like, yo, I haven't heard you in so long. Uh, the radio has never been, hasn't been the same without you. Like, kind of one of those things. Like, you really realize just how much of an impact that you actually had. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I'll, I'll say is um, I'll really quickly go through some or uh, another old story. So, what you guys don't know is that before um, before I got the the gamer tag and all that stuff, when I first had a Twitter. Um, I actually used it specifically for the radio stuff because it was um, you had me running the, the 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 radio Twitter and so I was like, well, it doesn't make sense for me to run the radio Twitter and then not have my own Twitter account. The fact that I uh, ran the soundboard actually led to my very first radio name. That was yeah, yeah. Elijah. And that's oh, me. yes! <laughs> Every time that I, I would come in, Mike would do his, his intro and stuff like that. And we had this air horn sound that we found. And anytime like something happened or whatnot, i just press it whenever I could. <laughs> and people, for whatever reason, people loved it. They just really was super for it. And so, yeah, we, called, uh, we had me as Airhorn Elijah. I'd play it, and that was part of my intro. It was like, hey, it's Mike, and we have on the controls Airborne Elijah, and I would just go ham on that thing, and it was <laughs> It was so bad that it was good. Um, and then after that, um, I can't really, I can't really say kind of where it actually um, became a thing, but we out of out of kind of nowhere, it went from being Airborne Elijah. To someone being like, yo, Big E. And I was like, you know what? I can kind of get behind that. And so then, yeah, I ended up being Big E from KGRG. That was my Twitter handle and everything. And uh, we ran with that for a while. Um, we had that one person that would call in to our show when it was me and you, Mike. And then he ended up still calling when it was uh, me, Kaylee, and DK, or not DK, sorry, uh, me, Kaylee, and Dez, and now I can't remember who that was. Um, Dirty Dean? Dirty Dean, yes. Dirty Dean. Yes, he used to call in all the time, and it was, oh, it was such a great time every time, especially because, like, it would, it would be the most random things ever. Like, we would be in the middle of talking, and he would call in to talk about, Whatever it was on his Hey, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> you, you know, I, ju I just want Elijah to know that he's doing such a great job. Bye. Click. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, dude, like, okay, uh, well, thank you. Um, as I was saying, and then we'd get back to the to the, the topic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we had him. Oh, and then we, um, Superman from Space. Uh, too, man, we too, had too punk for pants. We had so many characters I used to call. Yeah. Dude, it was the times. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, good good stuff, dude. But I, I think I, I think our time runs out, unfortunately. 
Well, yeah, man. And and if you want to be in the hot seat just like us and want to do the KGRG experience and go through uh, the the journalism program at Green River College, uh, go to greenriver.edu or kgrg.com to find out more details. Uh, fall quarter starts in September. Registration is open now. I can't recommend that experience enough. So if uh, if I haven't told enough stories, um, it's it, it's literally a life changing experience. What whatever trajectory I was on before, uh, that experience going through Green River College and going through KGRG altered the trajectory of my life. I'm a broadcaster now, and there's no going back. Yeah, well, dude, if I honestly, if I never went to or never went to KGRG, there's no way that I'd be a Twitch streamer right now. I would right. never have had that ability to kind of just run with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before uh, before we part ways, do you want to let folks know where we can find you on the internet and how we can catch up with you on social medias? Yeah. So you can uh, find me in two, well, three major places. I am on Instagram and Twitter. Those are going to be the same handles. That's going to be Drace34, D-R-A-Y-C-E-34. And then you can also find me here on Twitch. I stream every weekday and sometimes on the weekends. That will also be Drace34. Again, that's D-R-A-Y-C-E-34. Nice. Very cool. And folks can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Mike Seibert Radio. Uh, as long as you start typing in S-E-I-B-E-R-T for the uh, spelling of my name, you should be able to figure me out. I'm not the Mars Rover guy, uh, but like usually <laughs> like having Mike Seibert Radio in there or Mike Seibert Radio podcast, you, you'll be able to find me um, easily enough. You can find my podcast everywhere you get podcasts. I've also started a second podcast called Two Mikes, Two Furious, where me and another guy named Mike go through Transformers Animated from uh, 2008. It's a cartoon I've never seen, but he's a super fan of it. And we're going through one episode at a time uh, discussing each episode um, in great in great detail. It's a really fun show. And for anybody who knows anything about Transformers, that Transformers Animated is is a very different show from stuff that that folks are familiar with, and I'm really digging it, and I, I'm really excited to uh, share that with my uh, buddy, Other Mike. Um, but you can find Mike Seibert Radio on Apple, uh, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, as well as I've got a YouTube channel as well. Uh, I do live streams that are in a very similar format to uh, to what uh, what we're doing here. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's good times. And if you want to keep up with KGRG, there is the website kgrg.com. And you can also download the app on your favorite device and keep what's current with 89.9 on KGRG FM. And I think that will wrap it up for this particular uh, special KGRG alumni show. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for, for listening and for hanging out with us and sharing memories. And until next time, make good choices. <laughs>